What's going on, y'all? It's your boy 1080G. This is the Unfocused and Focused Podcast. We are back once again. Got the boy Tastro in the building. What up, what up, what up? Yeah. And we got a special, special guest, my man Tastro. He, he, he got his homie in the building right here, man. I want you to introduce him real proper right now. <laughs> well, f- first and foremost, yo, actually, believe it or not, G, you don't even remember this, but we met this man at the same time, yo. It was recommended to me a couple of years back. There was this spot called Go Vegetarian Restaurant. That I was recommended to go to And so we just so happened to just, you know Fall up in there one day And we meet this gentleman, you know what I'm saying By the name of Dave And the brother was just so passionate About everything that he, he spoke on He left a lasting impression on me To the point where I came back to the restaurant a few more times And then I ended up actually Working at the restaurant This was Yeah this was Go Vegetarian Restaurant Man some of the best food You know Vegetarian vegan food You know on the planet You know what I mean And so that's how I was introduced to this brother Ever since I met him Very high charismatic Very passionate about everything In regards to life and survival In regards to us As far as the proneness of us And us elevating And so that's what I always That's what I always liked about him More so than anything So yeah man I got my boy Dave Dave Israel in the building with y'all. I can't even get it out. Dave Israel out here with us today, man. What's going on? What's going on? What's good? What's All good? Right, we're, 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 it's a pleasure to have you. No we're happy problem. to have you. Some uh, folks refer to me as Dawid. That's what it's so. I've been going that for a minute. Okay. But that's like the. Dawid is actually the East African way of pronouncing David. Okay. Okay. So um, I've been there for years. Like. Going without my pronunciation, but either way, I still want to show that respect. And I know you're talking to, so it's yeah, all right, appreciate you yeah, uh, schooling me on that. I didn't know, man. <laughs> how, 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 do, how, how do I pronounce that again? It's pretty much the V is pronounced W. Uh, that's da the we. ancient, yeah. That's da the we. okay, yeah, okay. So the German language does not pronounce W well, ah. so they pronounce it as V. So they say, Go to the window, open it up, you know, the Volkswagen. But ah. it's already, it's you know, these are like window. So what happened in Latin? They say V or David. Gotcha. It's David. So English would be David. Yeah. Wow. That's a, that's the intro. We we <laughs> here in the building. We got David. <laughs> yeah, that, my boy David. See, yo, I, you learn something new every day, man. You learn something new every day, and this is one of those days. I just learned something new, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We appreciate having you. Tell the people. Tell the people a, a little bit about what you got going on and. And, and and why we should be honored to have you here today. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, my name is Dawid. They know me as King Dawid. Uh, you know, based on you know, King David from this like culture. So um, about myself, I'm an American businessman. I'm an executive chef. I've created a number of restaurants that's here in Decatur, that area. Uh, as Chastro mentioned, uh, years ago I created uh, the brand Go Vegetarian Restaurant as far as the menu. It was a partnership that I put together and I designed everything uh, from the menu, uh, every all the ingredients, you know, laid out. And at that time, about seven years ago, there wasn't any vegan restaurants. Right. And I believe, and I would say this in the most humblest way I can, I believe that we set a, prim- uh, a, a standard that motivated a lot of new vegan restaurants mm-hmm. to open up because when I visit some of the vegan restaurants now, 
majority of the owners, especially the African American, are people that used to eat at our restaurant. Mm. And their menu is actually just like so similar to the original Go Vegetarian restaurant. So you're saying that you fathered their style? Is that, is that what I'm hearing? No, over what I'm with? saying is that people learn from your success or your failure. So people came and studied us, and okay. the things that they saw is like, they. We, I think we motivated. We were just a regular, you know, people of color doing mm-hmm. something so great. You gotta remember the vegan restaurants were normally uh, for a long time uh, run, operated by Asians and Europeans. Yeah. And you know, you had the eclectic little black, you know, African American restaurants, you know, the reggae, uh, Jamaican, the Caribbean. Yeah. But other than like, uh, I'll mention their names, uh, so vegetarian, there wasn't really a strong African American presence of a vegan restaurant. Yeah. So when you come in, you see this, these people and they're operating a vegan restaurant and there's lines outside it's crazy you know if you're a business mind you're like man i could do this too yeah and we and, and you know we have people coming there trying yeah. to do stuff and do business and trying Absolutely. to get, get get our stuff yeah so i think it motivated people i think you know when you, when you're on top of your game it motivate people and then we had people that sat down and watched the things we didn't do right. Mm-hmm. And they said, well, I want to open a restaurant and do it differently. Improve on it. And I'm not going to drop no one's name, but someone who has a, a, a big uh, burger vegan restaurant studied and sat down and watched what we were doing. Mm. So um, um, so I, I, we, I created that. That ended up lasting for about five years. And the partner that I was with we decided not to do that relationship anymore. Okay. And I ended up with a secondary partner who who uh, I came over and created the restaurant Go Vegan Grill. Okay. So Go Vegan Grills is, is another relationship, whole another different restaurant because one, it was 100% vegan. When Go Vegetarian opened up, it still had dairy in the beginning off of certain mm-hmm. sandwiches. Yeah. But that one is, it's just cheese. But the brand, I wanted to go vegan. Um, on, on the way, so the owner decided, you know, not to go go vegetarian anymore, and we ended up go vegan grill. And it was an interesting transition because I believe that it was going to hurt the restaurant by just shutting down go vegetarian because mm-hmm. at the time it was so busy, and there was another vegan food truck that was popping around. Everybody was loving. So what happened with the new owner? I agreed that we entered a relationship together. Um, um, and she was not affiliated with the first owner at all, but she ended up getting another location in the same plaza, and that we would we should she inherited the the same chef that we should bring the same menu and then use her new menu. Her new menu is she wanted to do southern food, everyday southern food that you would get. You know that good old South food, the good how food you eat at Grandma's house on right. Sunday, Saturday, and it was interesting negotiating this because she really wanted to push her food brand and mm-hmm. i said look well all these people getting used to these sandwiches whatever we might lose them right so it was hard uh and you remember because the kitchen was crazy right we literally were running like two rest three restaurants in one restaurant space you had you the had menu a, was too big yeah you had a lot of stuff on that menu man right and it was really to get the people to transition and the plan was to transition them in a, within a year and they didn't know because we kept it very secret that every three months or four every four months we were going to drop something off the menu. Mm. But we didn't want to tell certain people because a lot of people just, you know, like, you know vegan customers can be real aggressive. Mm. That's a fact. I mean, they can be some terrorists, man. They can That's be some terrorists, like, you know. <laughs> so we what we did is we dropped first the burgers. And that was like the hardest thing to do because everybody wanted their burgers customized in a certain kind of way. People waited hours for burgers. Like it got to the point where the lobby got hostile having people inside and we have people that walk off the line 
Literally, I mean, Sasha could tell you, people are just like, this is too much. They're going to kitchen 15, 20 tickets. So when, when you say hostile, what's one of the craziest situations that you had in that lobby? Man, we had to throw some people out, man. Throw them out. Yeah, like literally, like throw them out. Like, jazz, like you like need to leave. From the Fresh Prince. Like, like jazz throwing out like this, like that. And then yeah. you know it's funny. We asked them. You know what it is? Why they get thrown out is not so. It's only because of their attitude. They become harmful to the staff, or they become harmful to the environment. And you know we come to them first. Say, hey, can you relax? Take it easy. We know your orders coming. You've been for forty-five minutes. They'll cuss you out. And so we tell them, hey, you know, just bring the value. As much as you try to be nice, it doesn't work. So you got to put your foot down and, and and stay professional. But we had to throw some people out. You That's know? crazy. And, um, it's like they associate beef and like meat with like <laughs> testosterone. Right, like, right. Rrr. I think some but of the, the folks really needed to eat some real meat because they wow. we were promoting veganism, but you know some of them need to go and eat a chicken sandwich or something. Calm but, but, down. But you know, I think what it is, yo. I think like ultimately when it comes to food, no matter what, no matter if you're vegan, vegetarian, carnivore, whatever, man. Like if you're not getting your food in a timely manner, like you yeah. want, right, or right. If, if you're not getting that service that you feel like you should get, you kind of get kind of hostile, man. You, I've seen people literally. Right. About to get into fights because you know you may have jumped in front of them in line or somebody got service before you. It's like true. It's that, that food situation, man, gets real, bro. Like yeah. you, you can, you can yeah, really get I remember, remember the the clips that was going viral when um what, what was the, the spot that had the chicken sandwich? They had the new it's chicken. Popeyes. Popeyes. Yeah, Popeyes. Yeah, had folks the getting people was getting fighting. They was fighting, yeah. hopping out the car at the drive yeah. through. Somebody man. got shot. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's it crazy. Hop, they was hopping over the counter. <laughs> They build that hype, man. It was crazy, man. What? Yeah, yeah. Managers was was flipping out, like punching uh, customers. Oh, customers were punching back. I seen a clip where the dude was like genuinely angry. He was like, "Give me a goddamn <laughs> chicken sandwich." <laughs> yeah, oh, I've been waiting all this time. Yeah, yeah. Yo, I'm that's... not leaving till I get that. And, but yeah. you know what's crazy about this though? Like even with all the hostility that's going on. I don't think people have paid it attention, but the food prices have gone up. Yeah, yes. The, the food prices have gone up. So, so Dave, being that you work in that, I'm sorry, Dawi, my apologies. So, <laughs> being so being Dawi. that you being that you're in the, the in the industry as far as the food industry is concerned, being that the food prices have gone up, how has that affected you directly, just based on business? Wait, what do you mean the food prices going up? Because I, I I buy food on a regular. Nah. It's hard to even pay attention. Dawi, you, break it down. Last, you break it down. In the last twenty five years. We've actually tripled in food price. Like, for instance, if you, I'm from New York originally. My family's from Jamaica, uh, but I'm from New York. You could buy a slice of pizza for a dollar. You know, now a slice of pizza costs almost four dollars, five dollars. All right. So if pizza then went up four or five dollars, you know, like I remember bad. when, uh, um, if you bought beef, a pack of beef was one seventy nine, one ninety nine a pound. Now beef is six dollars a pound. Jeez. It's four. If you look up the, what what the pound is for beef, I think it's four seventy five to six fifty per pound. We have tripled in the price of cost of food, which makes no sense because it's it's the same cow. So let's talk about the vegan market. The vegan market is harder and worse because, mm -hmm. to be honest, there these people are running a monopoly on this on this food production when it comes to vegan. Mm -hmm. Listen, because they know that's a high demand. It literally is cheaper. To actually run a soybean protein or pea protein, you know, farm and make the product to make burgers. I mean, it has to be cheaper because it takes so much money and staff to actually feed cows 
and nurse and keep him clean and antibiotics and everything else just to end up slaughtering that cow and make a pound of, uh, uh, to make uh, all this beef. So they're, they're raising like, you can go to a, a Kroger's, if I may say, or Publix, mm-hmm. and you can go into the, the, the meat area and they have uh, meatless burgers. A pack of Beyond Meat costs $10. A pack of Impossible Burger Cost three dollars less now. It's because it's competing with Beyond Meat, and also there's some things about Impossible Burger that they got some flap on, so they sell it for seven ninety nine. Compared to that of a meat product, a vegan product can cost double. So when you go to a restaurant, and you know, like a regular restaurant, you might spend uh, ten dollars on a meal, but the vegan restaurant you're spending twenty. Right. And people don't understand that also that. Like in our restaurants that, that, that I, I end up creating and, and, and doing, we created food from scratch. He can tell you that we were making it from scratch, like chicken from scratch and vegan steak from scratch, burgers from scratch. Mm-hmm. This is before Impossible Burger Beyond even came out. Right, we right. were doing those scratch. Like I wish that we would have came out when, you know, when the food truck that everybody you know, loves us so much, we would have killed it. You know, we would have killed and made the millions and millions then, but we were making it from scratch, which caused a lot of labor. Mm-hmm. We had, I remember one time there was so many people working just to keep that thing going. So the food costs definitely go up. And then with COVID, with this, uh, this COVID, COVID. Uh, going on, I'm not going to get on that. Um, people are not showing up to work in, in food disposition, in food uh, distribution companies and factories. People stay home getting a check, so now we can't get certain goods, and therefore it's it's you know I'm gonna tell you inflation is here, it's coming, and this whole thing's about to collapse. If they if they keep this thing going, where they're shutting down the country, where they're giving people checks to stay home, they're going to destroy it. And this is my strong opinion: they're going to destroy this whole thing because. Wait, what do you mean this whole thing? What well, country? The whole economically, country. economically, the it's going to have a it's going to have a major fallback because. The reality, look, have you seen how many not hiring signs they are? Yeah. Everywhere. Everywhere, all over the place. Well, yeah, inflation, you know, the price is going up on stuff, but these checks ain't going up. Right. No, the checks are not going up. But check this out. But what's the average price for apartment just in Atlanta? Not Atlanta. Decatur, East Point College. Average price for apartment. Maybe like a rack. Oh, all right. So at, let's say a rack, minimum. right? Well, there's people that are getting a check for the government per month for that. If not more, still now. I thought yes, they no. Right now, they're giving checks per month on the 14th to 15th, uh, a stimulus check. They're breaking out per month versus being, giving your taxes. So there's people who actually don't even have to work, and they're going to get a check from the government for staying at home. Wait, wait, wait. how do how do you sign up for that? Because inquiring minds might want to know you know what I'm saying <laughs> so what happened was it was based upon how you filed your taxes in 2020 2019 mm. and especially you have dependents or children so it's 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 not not everybody pretty much you got it if you filed your taxes and you approve for the stimulus check they're giving it to the majority of people especially they have children or dependents so if you think about it there's people who are not working now if you look at this They've said in 2021, this year, Atlanta's crime has gone up 240 or 250%. Mm. 250%? 
I mean, that's that's crazy. Why Ridiculous. is the crime going up? But gee, remember we said that. Remember we said that a few podcasts back yeah, that the crime right. the crime rate was like increasing. And it's not just crazy. here; yeah. it's all over, all over the country. They're not doing this right. Everybody's hungry, man. Everybody's hungry, and so it's like by any means, people are doing whatever to get yeah, that's make ends meet. Strapped up, man. They ain't playing out here, man. No, not, man. Not at they're all. not. They're not playing, and, and they need to get people back working. They need to stop creating these government programs that's going to cripple people. And look, when people have a desire to work, you know, this used to say back in the day, auto time was the evil one's playground. Right, that's true. It's too much auto time. And what happened was crime is going up. They need to open back up the social areas. But again, when you're sowing so much fear, oh, you're going to die. This COVID. Look, I had COVID. And I'm going to you, it wasn't Wait, good. Had I had COVID. Past ten, oh, okay, I had I COVID. G <laughs> no, got no, no, scared. No. <laughs> I had COVID. And you wouldn't be, G, you wouldn't be even scared. You know why? Look at how great shape you are and healthy. You have a higher chance of just dealing with COVID and, and, and fighting it. And you, moving on. You know what yeah. the doctor told me? The doctor told me the only reason why I, and I'll be honest with you, I was in the hospital. is because I was overweight. The doctor told me if I was not overweight, right? that I would have just had regular symptoms. And it's true because not only did I get sick, everyone in my entire family got sick at the same time. Damn. I was the only one that was in the hospital. Everybody else, it lasts for a week or two and they're born with their life. I was incapacitated for about a month and a half, two months. Mm. Yeah. All because I was eating too much. Self-control. So if I would have lost the weight and stayed low, I wouldn't, my immune system and my body went better. It's true. People who have a pre-existing condition and don't take care of their health, it's going to be affected by any disease or virus that come hit the system. So there's so much fear where, you know, I want to go to Gwinnett and see how many people wear a mask. You see, they're not wearing masks. Go like further out in town. It's the metropolitan cities that is sowing so much more fear and, and people walk around with masks. And let me tell you right now, people are so weird. They don't want you talking to them, standing near them. Like it's it's we are so separated as a country. Yeah, it's easy for someone to come in a new regime and and you got a whole new system, a world system. You reporting your mama, telling your cousin, turning in your wife or husband. You know, it's yeah, easy. I've seen that firsthand. I couldn't go home uh, a couple months ago. And Same here, man. My people didn't want me to come home because I ain't had a vaccine. Same here, bro. Man, like I my was, grandmother, like my grandmother, she's ninety-seven years old, and so she was like, "Nah, and don't, don't, don't even come around." You're not even, you know what I'm saying? Well, there's been people that were that passed and could not even bury or see their relatives out of the fear they were going to die from going to the funeral. That's crazy. That's well, you know what? You know what I did see? I ain't gonna call it out, but even though they told people don't go home, uh-huh. don't go. So these politics have been throwing parties with no mask. Absolutely. The last president, not this last president, the one before that. Mr. Obama had a whole party. Folks ain't wearing no mask. You know what I mean? These other politicians are eating in restaurants. No mask. It's you got Don Lemon on a vacation, all out. No mask. But they, they get they up and tell you to wear masks. They know the truth behind it. They know it's a it's just fear tactics. Fear tactics. Absolutely. The same tactics they use to keep Negroes on the plantation. Mm. Yeah. They yeah, use fear yeah. tactics. Digging deep right now, bro. Digging deep. Yeah, it's crazy with the whole mask thing. I, I remember uh, just recently I was talking to this lady and I actually had my mask on. I had kind of like pulled it down a little bit because I couldn't breathe. You know, some places you, you, you just want to breathe. I had pulled it down a little bit. 
and the lady instantly was like do you, do you have your vaccination and i was like what, what? just because <laughs> just because like part of my nose was showing she was like badgering me about the vaccine and i was just like yo you got it bro like i just stepped away after that i'm, I'm not about to argue with you i'm not i'm not about to play this game with you pull my mask up because it's just retarded man but the biggest thing who cares about that later the biggest thing is when it separates you from your family right. and your loved ones um but something else you said i wanted to touch on you so when when you were in the doc when you were at the hospital for having covid mm-hmm. um what type of diet were were you uh experiencing like because are you vegan or, or vegetarian I'm vegan six days a week vegan six days a yeah, week and on saturday or friday night i'm not that's my treat day gotcha but i go back to being vegan as soon as the sun sets on saturday i'm back to veganism for six days gotcha hold on, hold on, and hold on, i've hold actually on. maintained so, my diet so day. so what do you eat on that cheat day that's none of your business yo what do you like i'm trying to figure <laughs> out I'm, I'm, trying, I'm trying to figure like like, like <laughs> he got the wing spot all you need to know all you need to know is it's a treat day Yo, all right, it, because it's a private issue. Wings. Look, you judge by what you want. Hey, let me say, let me find this man. Let me find this man. Jr. What, Cricket. So what you, no, no, I, I don't eat a place like that. I don't, I don't do that. <laughs> what you ask me what I eat on my <laughs> eat what I eat? What ask me what I eat on my vegan days. But no, I don't eat um what's called unclean um a- animals. If I do, um uh, which is sca- uh stuff like scavengers. Uh, I it's my culture. Uh, we don't consume pork. We don't eat, consume seafood. So if there were an animal that I choose to eat uh, on my treat day, it would be something like clean chicken or organic beef or if I did, if I ate beef or lamb or fish. But that's a choice that I choose. Right. Even though I, uh, I definitely support veganism, I also definitely support balance. It works yeah, for me because like of where that. I'm at. at my, I turned 40 and my, my body changed. And I don't know what happened, but everything changed when I got past 40 years old. So I want to get, I want to, I get a good level of vegan protein on the, on the other days. And having this treat day, it keeps me from having to go anywhere else. And I'm the kind of person I like ethnic food, African food. I tell you, I like African food, West Indian food. Yeah. That's what I only eat. We're African, West Indian, Caribbean food, mm-hmm. uh, some Asian some food. Oxtails. But I don't really eat uh, American food at all. I don't do like. The Olive Garden thing, I can't do that. I can't do. I might try some Mexican, but I can't do American food. So speaking of ethnic, speaking of ethnic, weren't you um, living in overseas for like over a decade or so? Well, how you know that? What do you mean? How you I know you that? You put in my information. Come on, come so on, man. About fifteen years ago, <laughs> <laughs> come on, man. I was living in Israel. Okay. And what happened was it was a beautiful experience. I lived in Israel. And I was working with a community that had the largest, largest vegan community there. Mm-hmm. And, and it, it was awesome because I actually worked in a tofu factory. And that's why I learned, like, I already knew. I was eating vegan prior to going to Israel. Okay. And I was eating vegan, like, 24-7. I was straight vegan. And um, when I ended up working in a tofu factory, I saw and learned how to take a bean and make it into everything. Gotcha. And that is why I, I was able to bring that to the vegan restaurants. Uh, gluten, how to take gluten from the wheat mm-hmm. and make and make anything. So I literally learned, I actually worked in gardening. I mean, I, I was in fields. So I literally can walk into a field and identify which 
plants or vegetables, what their properties are, what they're, how they're good for your organ, and then come back and take it, wash it properly, clean it, and actually make you a meal. Dope. And that's what I'm aiming for in the future, to be honest. I'm aiming to, to get beyond the distribution company and find a way to get land and, and, get, and become a farmer. It might sound... It might sound funny, like everybody want to do something like the top. The engineering science is good. I'm trying to get my kids to do that. But I realize if I don't have to command my food, if Kroger's and Publix and Walmart close down. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Right. I mean, if, especially if you eat vegan, you mean, what are you going to do? I'm actually able to walk outside and identify certain plants and know which ones are edible, which ones are not, which one's poison, which one's not. And which ones are healing or antiviral, antibacterial, antiseptic uh, you can use if you have bugs or cuts. Right. Um, I was able to heal myself because I've been doing homeopathic healing for a long time. Nice. Uh, matter of fact, when I was in the hospital, the doctor told me that he was very concerned because my breathing was very low. So if you have an oximeter and you put it on your finger, mm-hmm. mine was about 70-something. When I first came in. Now, I was dealing with it naturally at home. And it helped all my family. But mine was not working as fast. The reason why is because I had too much toxins, too much weight. Got you. Weight is waste. When I got to the hospital, they had to put me on oxygen. There's no way around it. I don't care Mm -hmm. how vegan you are. If you're overweight, you're going to have a problem. Right. But this is going to tell you what happened. Because you asked me what diet during COVID. The hospital gave the worst diet. Mm. And when I was there, they said you had to eat. So what I did is while I was in the hospital and the doctors weren't sure about this, I went on a totally vegan diet of all greenery. Okay. So let me explain what I was doing. I was eating three day, three meals a day. My first meal was whole grain. So I would have a whole grain bread or jam or fruit, but not too much because when I end up, check this out, when I went up going to the hospital, they told me something that I never showed up before. They said, you type two diabetes. I was like, what? How you gonna talk to diabetes? They said it's showing up. I immediately went on a diet change and I had whole grain, right? Oatmeal on one day, fruit, oatmeal, toast. And then my last two meals were were collard greens, spinach, or okra, asparagus, Brussels sprouts, Swiss char, kale, green beans, peas. This is what I ate every day. And I lost. Now, if you're laying down the bed, you know mm-hmm. you're laying down the bed, you can't move. Right. If you're eating, they actually, most of the people gain weight in the hospital. Right. I lost 25 pounds mm. in three weeks in the hospital. Wow. When I came out of the hospital, I lost additional 20 pounds. So, the, so I literally lost weight and came from 310, 305, all the way down to 265. Wow. Jeez. And now I'm still there. Yeah. So my next thing right now is decrease the amount of food I eat mm-hmm. and get more active. But my I my diabetes type two reversed. Right. I'm, I I was I couldn't even go upstairs without running out of air. Now I can run, I can do this. Now I, I want to get back to literally 200 pounds. But veganism can do it. But to be honest, eating healthy. I'm gonna be real with you because I, I I support veganism. But eating healthy and food control, no matter what you eat, can do it. Right. We're just too greedy. The Western world, we eat too much. Overconsumption. We overconsume yeah, was, too much. I was just watching a little clip with uh, Seinfeld. He got a, a stand-up special on Netflix, and he was talking about how Americans go to the buffet, and you know, you pretty much can see people's emotional problems on the plate. Wow. You know, that's really what it comes down to. Yeah, they're that you, shit. You know, yo. it's just like 
a, a salad with ice cream on top. Like you can put, you can put together, you can put together any type of meal you want. You balancing plates going back. I mean, I used to be one of man, those niggas people. be having two plates from the from the buffet, man. Yeah, oh, see, yeah, for real, for like, real. Oh, where you get the wings from? Like, you oh, know, shit, I didn't even see those on the total yeah, buffet. Yeah, joint. exactly. <laughs> but it, it's it's an emotional thing, you know. Yeah. I know when I was eating and and my diet was at its worst. Yeah, you know, it was. Probably when I was going through the worst times in my right. life, it, you right. know, it's so. a drug, man. It makes you feel good. It, 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 it reduces dopamine, and guess what? Food is more uh, consistent and more convenient than sex. That's it crazy. Is. That's you know? that's crazy. That's crazy. Because you're real with you, the majority of people are, are addicted to food more. Anything nah, else. you're right. Yeah, you're right. It's crazy, and it's more so the sugar than, than anything. Right. Like, yeah. the the cheeseburgers and all that, that that make you feel good too but the sugar specifically yeah, it does it. that's well, the drug well, well speak, speaking of, of of foods and and sex and emotions um one of one of the topics that that we have i, I feel like it kind of goes hand in hand per se uh one of the topics or one of the questions that I, I pose to you all is you know should women be able to just stay at home and nurture children or should they also be working just like the provider as far as the man is concerned what do, what do y'all takes on that uh i mean i feel like you know it, in 2021 it, it could go either way I, mm-hmm. i've heard of guys staying at home the, the women staying at home you know it's just whatever makes sense but i personally feel like naturally you know just in our dna you know the the guys they go out and you know they hunt you know, and they gather and they, they bring back the resources to the crib to, to make sure the, the household is on point. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, the the wife is home taking care of the kids. She breastfeeding and, you know, giving giving the, the kids that, that tender love and care that they need. Yeah. You know, while the guy's out there doing his thing. But we living in a new time, you know, they're demasculinated. Uh, you know, guys so much that the guys are home and the girls is out. So I don't. I mean, it really is it's whatever works for that that particular couple. I don't know. Dawi, what, what's your what's your take on that, bro? <laughs> you want my honest opinion? <laughs> yeah, I want your oh, honest man, opinion. I'm too I want controversial, man. Oh, man, come on, man. I want to hear what you got to say, man. How you feel about it? I don't have a problem with women working. I think women. I think we say working. I mean, everybody should work. Mm-hmm. Both male and woman, right, right, uh, should work. Um, I think it's awesome to have young women in the industry of work. We, you know, I, women have contributed to a lot in nursing, and 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 uh, and home care, mm-hmm. and pharmacy, and everything else. What I have a problem with is when the human family develops, that someone has to be there to raise your daughter. Or your sons, your son don't get up and rob me when he turns teenager. Mm. Or I have a problem where you using the government and public schools to raise your child, and now both parents are out of the house. Now they tell people, oh, it takes two incomes, it takes three incomes, you know. But we're not doing anything to fight that. So instead, you taking the most powerful individual. Right? Like first of all, women are the first teachers and nurturers of us. You know, before we even saw daddy it was the woman first mm-hmm. so what happened is you have women that pop that bring babies probably i must said the wrong thing you have women that bring both babies and they drop them off at the daycare as early as three months how does that happen because there's a destruction of the human family that's created by the human family itself when you have a family structure that does not promote marriage mm-hmm. like marriage is a curse word now 
But I'm, it's a bad thing to say marriage. Oh, okay, let's change it. Partnership. Let's say that. Mm-hmm. If you have a you have a culture that doesn't promote partnership, right? Of two people coming together, and I'm more of a traditional conservative, so a man and woman coming together and working together to create a partnership. I agree with you. Men are supposed to work. Mm-hmm. I I totally disagree with a man staying home unless he has a business at home and can choose to help him watching the kids. But a man supposed to work. Men men are just we just it's in our nature. Mm-hmm. And when oh, you ever notice that a lot of women have more stress than they ever have been. You know, if you go back sixty years ago, though we know it's a different time when it comes to race matters. Women had it easy. I mean, they, 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 they literally had it. Those feminist movies that talked about yeah. women had it easier because why? Their husband was a breadwinner. They got up and spent time with their children. They, 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 they communicated within the, the community during the time when men were at work. They had, their, they had their hair done. They had this done for them. I think what happened was that we are, we need, I believe a woman who's married, her and her husband need to have a decision about Who's the best nurturer? Now, mm. I'm gonna ask y'all, who's the best nurturer when it comes to children, men or women? I feel the women are the, the best nurturers. So it, when you have a child between the age of, of newborn to about eight, mm-hmm. if you understand and look at the history, of, a lot of children get abused, molested, sex abuse is going up. Why? No one's watching your child. Mm. Yeah, that's the crazy thing. S- neglect is going up. Who watching yeah, your child? Because, I mean, I feel like really both parents should be home like we we had these children in these weird situations you know where we're forced to work and you know we can't take care of the child we just had and, and like you said we got to send them to the daycare somebody else is raising a child and you well, know i won't say we're forced to work don't i won't say that work is a part of a natural cycle of life it exists everywhere in the world i think what happened is that the economy it's not the same economy. It used to be back in the day that a man worked and he let, he was gone for 12 hours. Sun up, sundown, and his money was enough to take care of the bills. You got me? Right, right. Pay everything. And then you had your your, your day of, of rest or yeah. your church day or, or temple or synagogue or mosque yeah. day. You had a community. What happened is this country has become so money-driven. Mm-hmm. And a lot of corporations realize, wow. I don't have to run a plantation and be judged anymore. I just open a corporation and pay my slaves. And then they have slave labor that's paid and consent, they do by consent. So you're, you're spending all your time there. Now just, just imagine this. Imagine you have three children and you get up every morning and you don't even see your kids go to school. Mm. You don't even know they got on the bus. Right. Your wife don't know. You literally have to leave your kids and say, here's the key, get on the bus and don't die. Right. And then you gotta make sure you they go to school. You say, come home, don't get kidnapped, don't get molested, don't get murdered. And when you come in, there's a snack on the table. The kids are raising themselves. Yeah. yeah. Let's be real. That's pretty The kids are raising themselves. Yeah. So when you get into teenage, when you get into uh teenage uh you remember being a teenager? Right. When you knew a mama wasn't coming home to about six or seven, yeah, you know you got home at two or three. Bro, you know what he was doing. Yeah. You know between the age of 13 to 17 or 18, you know we were running the streets for some, getting the girls and sneaking around, doing certain things. Not everybody. Right, right, But right. our behavior was not the best. I agree you need both. 
I both parents have to be involved mm-hmm. in the developing of children. And I believe that the reason why there's a major disrespect for authority and and that you know how you see these young young men that don't have respect for us OGs or even grown men like us yeah. because we grew up with a sense of fear and respect for the OGs right. or uncles or people in the community. Now these young guys don't give a darn right. because they have never seen really an image of authority in their own home. Mm. So there's no dad in the home for some homes. Their mama's gone, and now a lot of these mamas are playing the role of a man. Right. This on the look like men. <laughs> So what's going on in society? The women are harder. The men are softer. Because you got the men trying to create a balance to their hard mama. You know what I'm saying? Other than that, they got to run off. So they got to become soft. Yo, we in the twilight zone right now. So it's safe to say. So it's safe to say that you all feel as if when it comes to um, the, the, the balance as far as women are concerned, that they should, it, it should be pretty much like a, 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 a equal balance act as far as the the man and the women nurturing the children and providing and I, and I guess as per, and, uh, as far as providing in the home as well. Yeah, it's be. just like it's like a team, you know what I'm saying? You don't have a a center go out and play point guard. Right, you know, I like, agree with you. Like what you said, you know, you kind of assess the situation. Who's the nurturer here? Who's the nurturer? Because right. I mean, you got who's your, the better protector? You got your rare cases where you know the guy could cook better, he clean, yeah. clean more, and you know those type of things. Right. So, it, but he don't breastfeed though. Yeah, yeah. I, I guess that's <laughs> I've seen it. Very, 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 <laughs> I cooked. I was the one. You know what I mean? But when it comes to certain things, our tolerance levels very different. Yeah. When it comes to our hormone levels are very different. You know what I mean? So like, what's wrong? The whole other world's doing it. Why are we doing this something different? So we got to we so it's like one of those things we have to kind of recognize our strengths and our weaknesses, like where we where we hold the most strength right. in regards to the situation and so forth. Right, I agree. Okay, I mean, because I, I I guess for me on my end, I mean, I posed the question. So I guess as far as what what how I feel, I I I think for the most part the women, I guess I'm I guess old school with it. I feel like I wish it I, I wish it could be this way for the most part. I would like it where the women are you know at home. Nurturing, taking care of the children, because like you, like you, like like that we was just saying earlier, from newborn to what seven or eight years old, the children are. This is where the most interaction or the most impressionable things can happen to really lead the trajectory of a child's life to either a positive direction or a negative one. And it's like if the if the mother is there. 24 7 like she you know would need to be there i think that would kind of minimize the things that are happening to these children in the daycares you've seen i've seen i know y'all have seen clips of you know daycare workers abusing children right. and mm-hmm. all types of craziness you, know what every case when you see some things yeah right? hit, you, you see the hidden cameras where you know they just throwing the children around throwing the newborn babies around or smacking the newborn babies excessively hard and you know things in that nature so i i completely agree with that so i think you know the first few years, the way that society should be set up, the, the mothers should be able to strictly be at home, making sure their kill, their children are getting the nurturing and the love that they need as far as care is concerned for the development. I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. It, it, this is one of them topics where I wish we had a female to, you know, speak their piece, you know, because it's females they get crazy especially on the social media when you start talking about female topics and and they don't have no type of representation (laughs) you know they like who are you to tell me what to do with my body and you know all those type of things but i mean i i I agree with you i feel like you know the women should 
be the nurturer, you know, and the guy go out and, you know, deal with the stresses of the world. Provide you know, the bacon, get, man. Yeah, get, get into the money because I just know me personally, you know, compared to the females that I've dealt with in my life, you know, they kind of get stressed out over, you know, little stuff sometimes, whereas me, you know, I'm... I'm 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 cool, calm, and collective. You know, I'm I'm gonna get to the money either way. I ain't gonna come home and like, oh my gosh, like my boss is just up my ass, and it's just you know, I, I'm not that don't bother me. It either it's getting me money or it's not. You know, so I think naturally, like you said, it it may be a, a little less stress for the women, but I think they they kind of taking on that challenge these days. Right, the women these days they they want to go out in the workforce and they want to grind and get to it. And you know they 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 kind of hard body these days. I so mean, yeah, absolutely. Can I share this uh, this thought with y'all? Do you know statistically that sexual harassment has increased as reports and instances since women have entered the workforce? I mean, I wouldn't be surprised with that. I mean, because yeah, wait, sense. hold on a second. Since women has entered the workforce, and you can do your research, people get upset. What I'm saying, rape has increased mm. since women and of course the workforce you know also has increased work related adultery mm. adultery has increased since women entered the workforce now remember back in the day your mother was home she had the kids she was busy with kids yeah and back in the day people had six seven eight kids they kept the woman was busy mm. by the time the kids you know they were spaced out you know i'm not saying those things didn't exist then but it's way less it was way less aspect. I mean, who was the sexual harasser wife when she's home? Do you know how many guys kiss their wife and send their wife off and their wife goes off to work just to find out that she's banging the boss mm. or being sexually harassed at, at, at work? Damn. And she does not want to say anything to you, especially if she's being sexually harassed because she's not trying to mess up that home or she's living two lives. So reality is that this, the morale of the family has actually worsened in and the morale of sexual aspect of rape, adult work related adultery, adultery, and sexual harassment since women enter the workforce. Now, are there good things women enter the workforce? The answer is yes. I believe that young women, before they have children get married, are very essential to the workforce. I believe that our teachers, our female teachers, are very essential to the workforce. Mm -hmm. But I believe that once you have children, why do you pay someone else? to chaperone your child. They're not parenting that child. Once you bring a life in the world, you gotta come home and raise. Now, I can say that because I lived both lives where I, my woman worked and they were at home. And let me tell you, when they worked, the children's behavior went off. When they were at home, the health was better. The food was better. People ate better. I came home happier. There's nothing so, there's nothing more wonderful then to come home as a man after hard days of work, because I'll be gone, and you walk in the house and you smell the food from the door. Mm -hmm. And then the kids are looking well, the homework is there. You look over and she nice and nice little outfit, looking good. Lies That's your medicine. Yeah. Now we come home, <laughs> she on the plane with a boss to California. <laughs> she fixing the boss's coffee. She in the office talking about he want, he want me working late. So I feel like the side dude. Matter yeah. of fact, she's sneaking on the phone to talk to me. Tell us something. I, I gotta go. You I gotta go. go. He coming I in. Go. I'm like, wait, 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 when you get sick, this So subconsciously, you become the side dude when you really are the man at home. Yo. And she will turn you down for intimacy sex because she cannot make that man upset at work. 
Jeez. Let's think about that, see, bro. So, so yeah. that's so that I stand correct with, with my statement. The women are the nurturers. They need to be at the crib. The women that have children and relationships. Yeah, like you, he, he literally just gave us statistics of how since women have worked have entered the workforce, how these things have gone up. We have more laws now that have been passed in the last forty years since women have entered the workforce, and it's so tense now. Like back in the day, the eighties were the best time. I'm be honest, women were very different. They were so brave. They told you to stop things. It wasn't bad. Now it's so sensitive, bro. You can't talk. You don't don't walk near women. You, I mean, it's people are so hypersensitive. We're in a work environment like drones, and these women not these women not happy. They're not happy. I mean, just think about being at work. And you get a call from your school that your child has a fever. And now you're afraid that you're going to lose your job because you got to go tell your manager. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I never made that. Look, we, when you work for me, we never made it difficult for people to take care of their yeah, kids. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> on the corporation, there, you know the anxiety and fear you have? Yeah, corp- corporate America is beast, man. What happens when you, your child's sick and you know you want to take up the next day to take care of them? Right. But you're afraid that if you, if you call out, you will lose that job. Yeah. You're going to yell at I told you not to go outside yesterday without that jacket. God damn it. Right. You're going to be mad so at So the kids pay the price. Yeah, yeah. The kids always pay the price. And they run man. away from you. That's what happened. When they turn 18, they can't wait to get from you. Yeah. Because they like they always say, I'm going to do it better. They do not like the way they were raised. My children, I have a lot of children. So hold on, hold on. Before What's you even, a lot? Yeah, I have he, a lot. He, he, he has a lot of children. I have a lot. Uh, I'm like Country Wayne up there, but but yo, like when you, when you when you speak of children, because we 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 you know we we I definitely know about that as far as that's concerned. In regards to entrepreneurship, with you having with you being the entrepreneur that you are, what have you instilled within your children regarding entrepreneurship? <laughs> Tammy G and Chad, let me tell you something's going on. Six of my children work in our business corporation. Two of them are business owners. Okay. Say it again for the people. Six of my children all work in my my companies that we've created. Legacy. Mm-hmm. Two right of there. them are business owners. I have one daughter, right? Phenomenal, wonderful, intelligent, talented singer, baker, cook. She runs home. I mean, the, the girl's nineteen and she owns her own bakery. Dope. You have another son who owns his own Caribbean restaurant. Mm. And it was his idea. I didn't want to do it. My family came from Jamaica, my mother's side. And he said, Dad, you always open these vegan restaurants. I'm not vegan. I want to have a restaurant. Can I do a Jamaican restaurant? And I'm like, is that what you want to do? He runs his own Jamaican restaurant. My son tested higher to get out of school more than anyone else they said in the county. And he actually he's running his own restaurant at the age of 17. Where is this restaurant? What's the name? Indicator, Mama's Yard. Indicator, Mama's Yard. M A M A S Y A W D. Yeah, we gotta check that out. Mama's Yard. Ethnic food. No, I mean, that's, that's, it's a family. It's not vegan, man. That's that not one's vegan. not vegan. I mean, but then there. there's another restaurant. Been, now, hold yeah, on. My daughter's spot is vegan. It's gonna be opening soon. She does bakery, right? The Jamaican restaurant's not vegan. But then, if you look at the other vegan restaurant. It's in the same plaza. That's also my family's restaurant that I co-partner with, with Design the Food Executive. That's also run by young people. My, I have four children that are homeschooled. One, two, three, four. I've had that right. They get up in the morning. They go to school for two or three hours in a special online program. Not that virtual stuff, right? They work for four hours. And then I promote them going to boxing class, MMA. I promote them going to dancing, 
or some kind of activity in the evening. My daughters last night were going to sewing class where they were sewing clothes. We do fight class. You know what I mean? These, if I brought my kids here, they don't even appear to be the, when you speak to them, the way they speak, how they carry themselves, articulate themselves, you would say, how old are you? And you'd be blown away by their age because the kids their age are not vibrating in the same energy because mm-hmm. they literally dumbed these kids down three or four years. Mm-hmm. They did this, especially just the 70s, in a lot of fear. Like the middle school system didn't exist 40 years ago. They created that system. You graduated in 15, 16. They added the middle school system to extend it. But it was about control. They did not want people walking around 16, 17, 18, not in school or not going to college. And then when they pulled trade school out, that messed up everything. So my children have been sitting at my business table since the age of 12. When we have business meetings, they sit. Don't, they, even though they don't understand anything, they sit and they ask questions. So all my kids have bank accounts. All my children above 18 have credit cards and investment accounts. They have an E-Trade or Trade account. All of them have their own cars. Everyone above 18, right? Have their own vehicles, right? All of them learn how to handle money and, and make a future. And the goal is by, by the age of 24, everyone should have their own home. At 24, their own home and property. Mm. So just imagine what their future is going to be. Right. The, the they expansion. They had it a game for Yeah, real. absolutely. That that I think that's I think that's and I'm important. trying to make some more, but I gotta find a woman to get pregnant. So how <laughs> many you never said the, you never said the final number. What, how many kids do you I have? I have I have nine biologically and I have twelve I have three adopted. Wow. So what happened was I have children, I'll be unreal with you, whose family has said, We love you, the way you take care of our kids. You take care of your kids. And my daughter or my son has been around your kids. And they literally have adopted, like they call me father. And I have, a, I have an actual a partnership with a family where I co-parent with a girl that, who's not even mine. And this woman has a whole other man and family because her daughter's, her father's gone. Hold on, hold and on. she asked me to be her daddy. Okay, cool. okay, because so you, I'm raising kids and I'm not. Hold on, you you got a bunch. Okay, so you just named you. You say you had like what, fourteen children? Eight I, of, no, 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 not fourteen. How, how many? All right, stop adding. Look, I got, I, I'm trying to get 12. some more. You gonna mess me up? <laughs> you know how some of these women like you got too many kids. Okay, so I have nine biological children. No, nine biological children. Nine biological children. Okay, and I have three adopted, or three added to my family. That makes twelve. Now, what happened was my oldest son. How did this happen, bro? It's like, sex, you, man. It's how good did you, sex. How did you? How did you? How did you it's good this? sex, man. It's, it's being happy, and you take <laughs> care. And guess what? You know something? I have not had a handout from the government. Yeah. I have not had my friend. My we're not on welfare. Nice. I don't have uh, food assistance. Everything that we do, my fact, we even learn to. I teach them everything from. We teach them. It's not I. Herbs, medicine, make your own clothes. I every child in my house must have a trade, a skill, and a craft. You see what the three things I just said? Trade, a trade, skill, skill and, and a craft. craft. We're commanded that every child have a trade, but a trade, skill, and a craft. So my children, I have people in my house who have a a, a, a skill in photography. Someone knows how to do Photoshop. Someone knows how to do computer repair or phone repair. Someone knows how to do baking. Someone knows a chef. Someone, you know, works on... Everyone needs to know something here. Matter of fact, the children have actually um, uh, done businesses and sold their services to one another. Mm, bartering. They're bartering. Yeah. And selling for one another. They're buying for one another. Hold on. So, 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 King Dawi. 
How now you know why they call me King. I, now, I don't say that. that's what they call King me. King Dawi. So how did you how did you form this community where you have all this? Cause man, listen, it take. I know they say it takes a excuse me. It takes a village to raise children. It takes that's a village to raise children. Yeah. So how did you get this village together where you're able to have as many? people in your tribe and you're able to really effectively make sure everyone is taken care of properly okay so let, let, let me just be real with you um go deeper i'm a man i love women let's keep it real with you and i believe that it's your job as a man to protect the woman you lay down with mm -hmm. okay if you choose to lay down with her and that was your woman. You should be laying down with nobody else's woman. That's wrong. That's your woman. Take care of her. Mm -hmm. And take care of the kids. And she'll rock with you. Okay. And I don't care. And let me tell you something. And if you when you know me personally and know the, that you know me, you see my family structure is not like the American family structure. I rock what the Africans do. Okay? So I'll leave it there. Those can read in the middle what that means. So what happened is it it, you have to be a strong male first connected to God. Mm -hmm. Now, I want to say, I'm not talking about religion. I'm talking about spirituality. Mm -hmm. I'm very spiritual. Now, I have a culture I follow, but you notice I don't promote the culture because I believe my culture is showing my character. But my culture has certain laws, and the laws say you are to have dominion and rule this earth, your earth, your own earth, your area. You are supposed to have someone who's your assistant, who's going to buff you, to be the opposite of you, mm -hmm. to make you stronger. And then together, you are you are the king. I'm the government in my home. So let me give you an example. Of the business that exists, right, I'm the one that gets 15%. I invest, so I'm the government. Why should you have a government govern over you? Mm -hmm. The government's job is to protect you from outside or foreign enemies not to rule over your home and we have sold ourselves to allow another man to be in bed with our wife because he's giving him food stamps and cheese mm. and daycare and guess what your pocket is not big as that man uncle sam so what do you think she's going to choose uncle sam so, uncle sam so what happened if you show your woman or your wife or your partner that I'm whenever it takes I'm going to get up and take care of you God gave us these our hands these hands do a lot paint carpentry I worked on cars you got me dug holes drill I'm a chef engineering music producer and then if you don't have hands God gives you a mouth and a mind to speak and be a motivational speaker mm -hmm. or a talk show host or a singer, right? Or a producer, whatever you can do. We have no excuse. We are supposed to be the God of our own home underneath the greater God, the judge of our own home. I don't have to call the police. I don't call the police. I don't really police don't exist in my realm of my life. We are the police. My brothers and auntie, the aunties are the police, mm -hmm. right? We are selling our lives over to a system that wants to have control of you so they can make money off of you. All you gotta do is get with that woman, make it work. If she's willing to listen to you and stay in your, in your corner, right? And you stay in the corner with her. Mm -hmm. And y'all build, stay with her. If y'all ain't happy, you need to go ahead and part your ways, find someone else to make you happy. And guess what? That's just the woman, let's be fair. If you were the man and he's not taking care of your business, 
He's not providing. He's not spending time with the kids. Why are you wasting time? Yeah. Right? All you want to do is make yourself bigger and bring back somebody else. Right. Go on, lean, close out, find some else. He's not bringing that sex home to you. Look, there's three rules. A man got to give a woman sex, provide, and protect her. The rules for us is different. We just want someone to support and be there mostly for us, feed us, you know what I mean, and nurture. That's it. Mm-hmm. So what happened was I built a strong foundation with the queen. And said, we can do this. Now, I want you to know, I'll say this now. I've been approached by a number of producers and directors trying to do a reality show my family. And I turned it down. I've had three different companies that said, I want to do a reality show on you. Especially because of the way I live and everything else. I turned it down. I would not sell my family at their expense. Right. And expose for they can make money. Because at the end of the day, they're trying to create drama. Well, what about you? What about you producing your own show in regards to giving people an insight of how your family structure works. Yes, I will do that with the next generation. Mm. The reason why is when you're building a structure, let nobody put no cracks in it. Gotcha. So what happened is I don't have to promote myself. My children are the fruits of my labor. Gotcha. I can talk all I want, but until they arrive to parenthood and say, I'm a homeowner, I'm a homeowner, I'm a business owner, I'm a business owner, I'm just talking. Right. So once the trees have been planted and they get fruit, then I can say, take a look at my garden. Got you. You got me. I'm saying. So when it comes to this aspect of family, children are your wealth. They are your workforce. Just don't abuse them. Pay your kids. I paid my children, like I pay my own workers. I pay my children more if a worker don't show up. I say you get half their pay. So what happened? They have a harder work ethic. So now they wonder where I have kids that want to own their business. I have a son that wants to do engineering, web engineering. I have another son adopted who wants to be a chemical engineer. I have a daughter who wants to be a doctor. One has wants to uh, one of my daughter wants to be a lawyer. Uh, my daughter uh, uh, is amazing. All my daughters are amazing. You know, one wants to open a salon. One wants to open an art gallery and is an MMA fighter. My children know how to fight. Literally, they're my security. My sons are that are above certain age are armed security. I might stay modest. I stay modest. But you mess with my family, you're going to die. Because when you have a mouse sons and everybody got an AR-15, and everybody got to, you know my son, my sons, carry whatever, and not just have it. I mean, trained on it. And go train. That's what you're supposed to be. Your sons or your protectors, your daughters are there. You're supposed to create your own kingdom. Why are we, do, why are we selling out to sit home and watch, play Call of Duty and play video games and for what? Be a king in your own home. Build your own community just right there. Another thing, too, <clears throat> we got to stop trying to be everybody's Jesus. I don't waste time doing that. I'm not trying to be nobody's Messiah. I'm trying to yeah. be my own for my family. Right. That's how culture started. All right? Just save your own family. If you focus on your own family, someone will see that light and duplicate it, just like the vegetarian restaurant. Yeah. I get there's been families who saw us and say we can open that restaurant but there's been family says I want to do what he's doing mm-hmm. they're doing it their own way just be a light I don't push my agenda on nobody dopeness man I like that he said a handful right there a lot of jewels a lot of jewels for anybody that's trying to start a family right now I'm, that's one of my goals to start a family so I'm, I'm soaking everything up um, Tastro you, I'm, I'm sure at some point you're going to do the same. I'm like, that was, that was How old are y'all? I'm 36. I'm 36. Yeah. My scumbag days is over. You? I'm in a relationship I'm, now. I'm, I'm 37. You know, I'm, hey, bro, I'm, let me I'm just be real with you. 
I'm I'm working on finding some, having more children, having another relationship. So, so hold on, you say you're looking on finding more like so what? what, what, what like my I, woman told me she can't give me more children. So because she can't, she said find someone to have children with. It's fine. So hold on, so so, so, you, <laughs> much, so you got a permission slip. So pretty much again when you are king, handling your own business, right? If she happy, the more you happy, the more what? She happy, happy right. yeah. but you can't do stuff like I'm not the only person. I'm not about to drop names, but there's a number of celebrities that y'all know uh-huh. that live just like me, mm-hmm. and they just keep their private life to yourself. Why? Cause you're supposed to. You're not supposed to out there promoting everything. But guess what? When you are listen, when you're a good man, when you have a good man. When women know when you have a good man, other women want them. They just don't want this raggedy stuff we be doing, causing foolishness and cheating, all that stuff. <laughs> that stuff gotta go. Just be Let's honest. get back to where we were in Africa, man. I don't care what country we're in. Kings Follow had. the rules here. You know, yeah. in this country, you only can have certain things, but there's loopholes where you can still take. Look, brothers are having three or four baby mamas. That's that's dumb. Three or four baby mamas, you don't even spend time with any of them kids. Them kids end up growing up, robbing me, uh, uh, <laughs> breaking in my car, messing with my daughters, because you don't want to raise them. But you got three or four baby mamas, and you go see, you have sex still with them, hearing that's dumb. That's dysfunctional. I don't do that. I don't do, have time for that. I, am a, I humbly say I operate as humble as I can as a king and take care of the people I love consensually I'm blessed with children mm-hmm. and guess what it ain't been perfect I've had some women I've not worked out with that I've had to just part ways with and I just take care of my child because not everything you can bring in your kingdom mm. I've had some people who see me and say oh he got money and try to jump on a train and I had to recognize and see it and, and uh uh-uh, uh this ain't gonna work has it ever has it ever Heck occurred? Has it, has it occurred? <laughs> has it ever occurred too late? Like, but like you already they already on the train and you Man, realize. Man, I'd have had someone who to this day I I, I want to believe her because she says no, I didn't do this. I did, that she purposely got pregnant. Oh no! Now she said she didn't. She just didn't know what she was doing. But at the end of the day, it still hurt me because. I couldn't trust you. Right. And that that damaged the relationship. And guess what? I tried to make a relationship work. But when you have a relationship where there's a lack of trust, it's hard to rebound. So we parted ways. I take care of my son. But the trust factor is we had a meeting and say, hey, I want to get to know you for three years. Three so, years. So have you had so have you I want to build a relationship. No children for three years. You gotta go on birth control. Do you agree? You agree. You make your agreement, not private agreement, public agreement. But then you don't do it, and then you. So 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 does she get another chance? Like I mean, I I know you you said y'all parted ways since, but with that, have you tried to like reconsider in regards to? I take care and love the child I have, uh-huh. and that love I used to have for her, I transfer the child. We gotta stop being petty where we fall out with the mother and don't take care of our child. Right, right. That's some. BS foolishness. Take care of the child you right. have. The child have right. Now, some women make it difficult to play games, take your child from you. Right, right. Those women, they're ignorant. But take care of the child you have. You know why? Because that's still your child. Right. And he's always going to be involved in your life. Now, I don't have baby mama. I don't have that foolishness. Okay. Because I don't allow it. And two, I say this humbly. I don't, and I say this strong, this word carefully. I don't allow a woman to fight. One, because I'm fair and I'm equal in what I do. Two, I promote sisterhood. To be honest, it's about them, it ain't about me. I'm just the glue. 
But it's about them. They work together and hold this thing together. So, so for what, for what I'm what I'm gathering from this whole ordeal, in order to really have this type of structure, you gotta have some bread behind you, man. Because that, like for one, what, what you got going on, yo, you got you got a lot. There's a lot of people involved with this. This whole economic, this ecosystem you have going on. There's a lot of people involved with it. Right. So with that, in order for this to be successful, because I'm pretty sure there's people that are listening. There's some brother that's probably listening. Like, yo, I want to do the same thing. I want to bring, you know. bring me back, and I'll drop some jewels on how you can a former that can make it happen. <laughs> if you got some callers, we'll take the calls live. But you need God with you. I ain't talking about the God they selling you. Right, right, right. Okay. I'm talking about the real living true God who made this stuff work. And because I because we would it's not for everybody. Got you. But the reality is that we don't I don't worry about sexual harassment. I don't worry about adultery. I don't have to cheat. The things that people deal with, they be on their phone, whatever, I'm like, I'm so far beyond it. Yeah. And going it. It's no time. My 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 queens work for me. And I, and I provide for them, so we so and, and, and we so consume each other and the in children. Tune, yeah. Who has time to put their finger in my right, life? Right. <laughs> Yo. Who has time to play around? You know what I mean? If, if they did that, they purposely did that. Yeah. That's just too much energy. That's the way it's supposed to be. Your Eve is supposed to be with you in the garden, Adam. But if you're not watching your Eve and keeping with you, it's not a snake on the end of laying with your Eve. That was the first story from the very beginning. Keep your woman near you, bro. Hey, hey, listen. So we we can I know we can go all day in regards to this, but we had we had our time cat. Right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we had the time cat, man. This was a dope episode for, real. for sure. I'm just listening, you know, just just sink, soaking it all up. You know, it's some good info because that's actually one of my uh, goals to just have like a whole football team worth of kids. Yeah, we do it. We, 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 we have to just, bring. You just we, gave us the blueprint just now. We got to bring them back in a few a few months or so, man. In For regards sure. to like another ep- like a, a episode, like especially a design to like give us the like the the blueprint in regards to how that how does that work? Because that's that's a lot of moving pieces, a lot of money involved, and I know we don't have a lot of time in regards to go into debt in depth on that. But we're gonna have to bring him back, man, so he can give yeah, us some game for sure, on that for real. That's you know, you talking about the black people, the the black community coming up in the world. You know, we need a lot more situations like that where, you know, we just just spreading our seeds, man. We, this we man got, got his own ecosystem. You got to spread like he our his seeds own, out he here. He got his man. own ecosystem. Right, small man. You know but, what I'm saying? Um, it works, man. You can do it. It works. So. We like to close it out on a, a positive note. You know, everything we've been talking about been real positive, but we're going to take it out with some motivation, some type of inspiration. Tastro, you can take us out on it, or you could you could pass the rock to Dawi, you know, however you want to do it, but somebody take us out with, with some so, motivation real quick. So I would like I would like King Dawi to oh, give us some words. He's passing the rock. Yeah, he's I'm passing him, the rock. Like, you already know mine's to stay alert, stay alive. That's my that's my end goal. That's my word of advice every week. But I got King, we got King Dawi on. So I want to what, what what would you give to the people as far as words of advice? Yeah, close us out. Yeah, we'll close you out. I say this to y'all, to y'all brothers out there. Be the king of your own kingdom. And if your father wasn't the best king, stop wasting time about the past and be a better queen, better king. To the sisters out there that call yourself queens, don't call yourself queen till you with a king. And mm. when you're a queen, be the queen and be the counselor, the confidant, the one that brings wisdom to that king. You don't have to sit in his throne. You share the throne with him. And you're going to benefit at the end of the day. And let's raise these children. 
Let's be involved in their life. Let's feed them good. Let's spend time with them. And let's pour, pour life in them. And that's the words of wisdom and love I give you. I'm not just preaching it. I'm living it. If I can do it, you can. Mm. Just drop some bars right there, man. That's how we close it out, man. Mic drop. Mic drop. This is the Unfocused and Focus podcast. 1080 G Tastro. We got King Dawee that just dropped so many jewels. Check us out on Screen TV. You already know, man. Oh, he's showing us pictures of the family. He got a, a dope, dope, beautiful looking family, man. That's amazing. That's straight. That's a tribe for real. That's a tribe. a tribe, bro. But that's what's up, man. We out of here, man. Unfocus and Focus podcast. Catch y'all next time.